Lauren Ballesteros' TED Talk from last year, she said, success is the art of getting out of our own way. So uh, for most young female entrepreneurs, selling is scary. So let's get out of our own way when it comes to the fear of selling, selling authentically, promoting ourselves, marketing ourselves. Make sure that you stay tuned for this entire 30 minutes and get advice from Lauren on the subject and use the hashtag YFEChat. Jennifer Dono, your host for YFE Chat Live, the live show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here on YFELive.com. Tonight's show, like I was saying, the topic is on selling authentically. Our guest is Lauren Ballesteros. She's got a, a big launch coming up called SM Launch. It's over at smlaunch.com where she's teaching people how to sell authentically, how to market yourself and promote yourself without selling your soul. So I'm really excited to talk to her because I know that's a pain point for a lot of young female entrepreneurs. We don't want to feel too overly promotional we don't want to feel too like come out and and buy my products but at the same time we really need to expand our market reach so she's going to be giving us some advice around the subject tonight it's an entire 30 minutes live show where you guys can ask your questions by chatting them in or tweeting using the hashtag yfe chat so tonight's episode episode 80 is brought to you by Ovalai TV. Ovalai believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today at MailChimp.com for free. And I just heard that uh, MailChimp has an iPad app for actually editing and creating emails. So I'm super excited about that because you can be in bed and working on your emails rather than having to be behind your computer. So before we bring Lauren into the show, I wanna of course let you know a couple things that's going on with YFE. The first thing I wanna give a shout out to the YFE community intern, she's Vanita Aspen. We have her up on the blog today at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. You can find out more about her. She, her dream is to open up her own restaurant and boutique. And this girl is super ambitious. You gotta hear her talk, cause it's like, it's the only thing she can think about. She's volunteering in her school kitchen. She's working at a restaurant right now. This is the thing that she wants to do. So I'm really excited for her. And if you guys, if any of you out there own a restaurant and wanna help Vanita out, let me know and I'll get, in, get her in touch with you. So the next thing is uh, the action calendar. Jacqueline Jensen, who's our host of YFE Vegas Tech, she created an entire calendar for you guys every day. There's a different action specifically for YFE. If you go to youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com forward slash action, or yfe.me forward slash action calendar. You can grab that, it's a downloadable file, and then also follow along. If you sign up for our mailing list, you can get an action sent to you every day too. Jacqueline, like I said, she hosts YFE Vegas Tech. Yesterday, she hosted a segment or a show on uh, the Lean Startup. Uh, teaching Lean Startup Principles with her guest, Kate Rudder. It was a fantastic presentation. Lean Startup is a really dense book. If you guys haven't read it yet, you definitely need to, but it's something that you should take time in reading through. It talks about a lot of big concepts that we should all be applying in our businesses. And so Kate breaks it down into really simple um, messages in the video. So make sure that you guys check that out when you can. 
And then uh, finally, our big news today, which I'm going to bring Stacey Harris back in for, is that the book club, Thank You Economy, is our newest book. That's by Gary Vaynerchuk. We've got one of his other books up in the corner. Um, there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so it's uh, Crush It. His other book is The Thank You Economy, and he's going to have a new book coming out after that. But Stacy. Stacy was the one that nominated the book. If you've been watching YFE, she's been an advocate for us reading the book next. So, Stacy, your your nomination won. Yay! You have that That's much right. influence over our, our book club. <laughs> Everyone wanted to I read the book. I wield that kind of power. Yeah. So, Stacy's <laughs> going to be hosting the show for us, or the hosting the. I'm um, actually going to uh, host the launch, was which is October first at nine a.m. Pacific, twelve Eastern, and then Stacy's also going to be putting in the questions. This is a longer book club read. We're going to do it for a total of six weeks, which is twelve questions. You can sign up over at yfe.me forward slash. Uh, find me in the club. Get it? The 50 Cent <laughs> song? <laughs> I don't know what. I liked it. It's a little nerdy. <laughs> I liked it. Mm, was that like high school in the club? Find me in the club? Or was that after high school for me? That I was can't like remember. senior year of high school. I graduated in 2003. So did I. So that was, yeah, that was like senior year of high okay. school. All right. So anyway, <laughs> sign up for the book club so that you can participate with us. It's oh. going to be a lot of fun. Stacey, thank you so much for hosting. I'm very excited to read it. I can't wait. And you're all going to read it with us and answer the questions because I don't want to post questions and get crickets. I know, so right? I That's want so answers. It's really embarrassing. People don't want to answer because they feel like oh I don't want to be the first ones to do it but at the same time you should know that it feels really bad when no one answers your question also if you're the first one to read it you know everyone or to write a response you know everyone's going to read that response because you were there it's true it's not like there's a hundred responses that nobody's going to read through you're the first one so with that being said Stacy what's going on Twitter before on um on Twitter before we welcome Lauren back or Lauren on for the first time since I've been rambling this whole time mostly a lot of wine drinking <laughs> oh my gosh oh well that's you know with that in mind you guys do like your wine but it's funny because next you guys week, wait no wait, wait you guys like your wine and yeah. i like how you separated yourself i know that. i'm sorry <laughs> i enjoy wine as well um but so next week we actually have trophy wife wines founder on and that one's going to be really cool because um uh she's in a very male dominated field and uh, it'll just be interesting to hear that hear from that perspective so uh stacy thank you so much you're going to be tweeting from wife entrepreneur wife entrepreneur and then where can people follow you on twitter you guys can follow me at the stacy harris which is on the sidebar so just click it follow right now you don't even have to think about it yay all right (laughs) stacy thank you so much see you soon guys all right, so let's talk about Lauren, our guest. Lauren Ballesteros is a sales and marketing expert, blogger, and cultural entrepreneur focused on bringing authenticity into everything she touches. She loves Italy, her dog, and a good book on the beach. She just released a free three-part series on how to land your ideal client, and you can find that um, at smlaunch.com. So let's hear more from Lauren. Lauren, thank you so much for being on YFE Chat Live. Dude, thank you guys. I'm so excited. This is like I was saying, it's so professional. I feel like I'm semi-famous. So this is totally an ego booster and I'm super excited. Oh, so thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome and thank you again. So now Lauren, uh, 
let's let's dive into the first question because this is going to lead me into mm-hmm. your bio. And hold on, can can you turn Stacy down in our ears? We can hear her typing. <laughs> we love you, Stacy, but I can hear you typing in my ear. Um, so <laughs> it's okay. So uh, Lauren, when we're out at a networking event or even at a baby shower, uh, a friend and family will come up, or or even like a colleague will come up and ask us, "What do you do?" That's like the sim- the simple. That's a icebreaker question everyone asks. No, I hear it in two different folds, right? I hear the one thing where you're just like short and simple, and that's what I usually do. I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. in live webcasting, and they're like, what's that? And then I dive further into it. Whereas other times, I'll be at a networking event, and I'll say, what do you do? And they're like, I make people feel happy. And like, so what exactly do you do at the end of the conversation still? So long story short, when someone asks us, what do we do, what's the best practice, or what's what's what are we supposed to actually say nowadays when it comes to telling people what we do in a networking or, or um, just like casual environment? Um, I like, to, so for two things, it's gonna depend on who I'm talking to. So if I'm talking to people that I have some type of relationship with, if I'm at like a family party and I know people, um, I'm going to be probably more casual because when you tell someone what you do, the point isn't to like, you're not really acting like a billboard where you're just flashing at them. The point is to build some sort of intrigue, answer their question and create a dialogue. So anything that to me is shorter, um, sort of leaves a little bit of mystery in some small way. Um, And then it's sort of reversed so that you can like actually have a conversation with them back is a really good way. So like People ask me um, what it is that I do, right? And I'll say, I was just going to ask you, um, what do you do? (laughs) Dude, and let me tell you, like, I'm not actually, like, when I tell people what I do, like, I have to many times pause and just say, what's the simplest way of saying this? It depends who I'm talking to. So if I'm talking to you in the media space, you know, I'll say I'm a blogger, um, and that makes sense to you. If I say I'm a blogger to, like, a friend or family, they're like, well, what does that mean? And how do you, next questions are, well, how do you make money and how do you do this? How do you do this? Then I jump into the actual effect that I have on folks. Um, but 99% of the time, I'm actually not that focused on what I do. I'm more focused on creating an experience similar to what you guys are doing on the show with the person that I'm talking to. So I actually think that when you tell people what you do, so long as they get a basic idea of it, um, the more important thing is that they feel a connection to you and they feel like you're someone that they'd want to continue talking to. So I pick the simplest way of saying what it is that you do and then focus the rest of the conversation on delivering value, having it being fun, and really that person saying, I want to get a beer with that person after work someday. Um, Less is totally more with this and being sort of casual, like I said, and dropping hints about things is a good way to do it. And I can give you an example if you'd like one. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So like someone might say to me, I'll use my friend for an example. We're at this party and everyone's asking her what she does. I know she's a brilliant photographer. I know her work is about to be featured in the New York Times. And in her head, she's like, well, I do all these things. I'm a painter. I'm this. I'm that. And I'm like, so I go and introduce her. I'm like, this is my friend, Melissa. Um, She's a photographer. She likes to focus on these types of things. And Melissa, actually, why don't you go and tell them um, something, some of her work's actually going to be featured in the New York Times, you know, this coming week. I could say the same thing. I'm a blogger. What do you write about? I write about this. Um, I'm excited because I actually have some stuff that's going to be going up on young female entrepreneurs in the next week, and I'm really excited about it. So you say a, ba- excuse me, a basic statement of what you do, and then you thread a little bit of that intrigue factor about something exciting that's coming up for you. That builds your credibility, it builds your intrigue, and it gives them direction into what, ask- what they should ask you next. So let's be honest. 
small talk isn't everyone's favorite thing to do no. and most people don't know how to do it well. So be willing to lead them and give them ways to ask you questions. That's a really good point. I love that example too. I, I haven't thought of that, adding the excitement part onto it. So I'll have to try that next time. Yeah. I usually say what I do and it's always awkward, like an awkward pause. And you're like, okay, what is that? And it's just, so yeah, this is a strange, a strange area. I, like you said, small talk mm-hmm. is never fun and networking is never easy. So now let's get into actually um, some of the ways. And I can't remember exactly how I found out about you first, um, but you are someone of of influence. You're a thought leader in your space. Um, you've worked with Seth Godin on projects in the past. You, you've you dabbled in real estate. You've done all sorts of things. And um, you have a, a couple TED Talks even. So Thank you're you. definitely yeah. thought of as a, a thought leader. So in that space, how, how important is it for us as young female entrepreneurs to be seen as thought leaders to help our bigger goals or our bigger business vision? It's incredibly important. Like I can't I can't overstate this enough. Um, if you want, like you're on two ends of the spectrum. Like when you go into business, you want to ask yourself, do you want to be Walmart or do you want to be Gucci? And figure out where on the spectrum you are with that. If you are on the Walmart end, don't worry about being a thought leader because Walmart isn't seen as a thought leader in anything. They're driven by cheap prices and mass quantities. And you don't go to Walmart because you want to be enlightened. You go to Walmart because you know you can get the cheapest food anywhere in the world if you go to Walmart. But for other people, especially um, female entrepreneurs, many of the time, much of the time we go into service-based industries, freelancing, et cetera, you want to push quality. Quality allows you to charge more money. Quality allows you to have more flexibility in the way that you're perceived. You can always go down when you start with quality. It's very hard. Like Gucci can, can become a Walmart, but let's watch Walmart try to become Gucci. Like McDonald's is doing this whole like lifestyle rebrand. Everyone and their mom knows that McDonald's isn't healthy for you. And yet, <laughs> they're still trying to become a lifestyle brand. No one wakes up and says, or like at Burger King, they're showing these pictures of people catering food. No one is going to cater their hot, you know, upscale party with Burger King. So, thought leadership is a signal to the world that not only are you influential, but you are you're quality driven. It's saying I'm someone in this industry that you can come to to uh, solve your problems, talk about specific topics. And again, it gives you vertical and lateral flexibility. So you're not just like pigeonholed into one thing. Um, now, that being said, depending on your business, if like for me, like I'm very much so my business, like I've created it like that. But for other women who maybe are not like they actually have employees and they're more pushing the business as opposed to themselves, thought leadership then is going to be around your business. It's still gonna be around you, but it's gonna be more so the business as the thought leader in the industry. So if people are going to pay you more money, if they're going to look to you to solve problems that they know are coming down the line, but they don't necessarily have the solution yet, you wanna be the person that they call. Walmart doesn't get called for future problems Mm -hmm. about X, Y, and Z, but other companies do because people believe they have the foresight and the insight to predict what's coming. That gets you more business, it gets you more trust, it gets you more credibility, and it's just fun. Like, it gives you a chance to impact people, to stand for something. What does Walmart stand for? I don't really, I don't cheat, right? I, I don't really know. But to be a different company and to be a thought leader allows you to influence and impact people in a way that if you weren't, you, you wouldn't be able to do that. So like, 
to me, it's not only an honor, but it's an incredibly strategic tool to influence people for the better. So yeah, be a thought leader and start and do it. So and with, I can break that down what they could do, too, if you want. Yeah, well, I was going to ask, you know, with that being said, it's very important. I feel like a lot of us know that, and we we haven't really set it as a priority. So what does it actually take to become a thought leader? Like, do you just have to do a TED Talk and you're considered a thought leader? Or, I mean, what what is the <laughs> what's the steps to, to getting out there and being seen as someone that is, is of quality and can help people? So... Thought leadership, like if we just remove the word, I would say like let's call thought leader someone with a valid opinion and a smart view about things. Because thought leader is kind of this like what is like, you know, how do you become a thought leader? To to be someone with a smart opinion and a smart view of things, you need to pitch yourself to media and you need to have some sort of media yourself. That means that you are showing up in industry magazines, you're showing up on, on shows like this, maybe you have your own sort of podcast, but the main thing is you have an opinion about the way things could and should be. Um, you have solutions to problems that your, your industry is currently facing, and you're able to explain how people can go about solving those. You're willing to talk about things that other people aren't so quick to get their hands on because maybe it's they're afraid to. The thing about thought leadership, too, is like it's basically show up in media and be smart about it and have some credibility, and over time, people are going to turn to you because why do you go and read media? Why do you read a magazine? Why do you read a book? Why do you have a book club? You're looking to smart people who can help you live your life better, happier, more efficiently. So when you put media out there, the consumer perspective is, okay, this person has an answer. Do they, are they always smart? No, but they're still reading it. So for you, it's an opinion. It's getting in front and out in front of people in media, whether that's speaking, whether that's writing, whether that's talking, which is the same as speaking. Um, and it's being clear about what that opinion is. You want to be known for something, and the more you talk and the more you write, that's going to become more evident. So that's the key to doing it and doing it over time. You don't do it just once. You do it drip, drip, drip consistently, and people learn to trust you. Well, and so, it's hard, I think, as young women, too, sometimes. You have to, I guess, mature in a way that you can actually own your own opinions. You can come out there and say, this is what I believe yes. and have and have yes. the, the backbone to be able to um, – to defend it, to defend your opinion. And I yes. feel like that's something you definitely do. You you come out there, whether it's on your blog or you, your YouTube videos, and you say what your opinion is and why it is. Um, so I think that's a, a great example. Thank now, you. Renata Emerson at Miss Renata, she is um, – She's an event planner in the Seattle area. She was asking about um, the same question. So, Renata, if you have any follow-up questions, let me know. And then on that same um, note, at Florencia Bialet. Oh, gosh, I probably butchered that name. I'm sorry. But she's asking how you specifically got to give a, a TED Talk. Not once, but a couple times. So going back to relationship building and positioning yourself as a thought leader, the way that I was given a TEDx is someone had basically looked up who had worked with Seth Godin in the past. And I was working, I was a VP of sales at the time for Squidoo, which is a company that Seth co-founded. Um, and they were in need of a speaker, and they were like, it's kind of short notice. We'll pay for you to fly out to Michigan. Um, excuse me, and can you come do it? The second time was because some people that I knew, I had attended this event, and last minute, I mind you, I'm about the second one I did, I was about to fly out to Rome the day before, the day after I did this talk. They sent out an email and they're like, to a group of women that they trusted and thought were smart, and they're like, we need a female speaker, like, what's up? First one to reply, yes, gets the gig. 
everyone else was asking questions about it. I said, screw that. I said, yes, <laughs> ask questions. You can always, you can always say no later, but just get your foot in the door. So I said, yes, I made it happen. I prepped for that talk. Like I didn't get any sleep the night before cause I was packing for Italy. And, um, I went in and I don't even remember it. Like, so how you can go get a Ted talk is it's, I wouldn't pursue the TED talk directly. I would go and start showing up in um, industry magazines and in front of pe- things that people read in your industry with your opinion. Um, and then what ends up happening is you get attention of people who do things like TED Talks. And once you're in those circles, it's a natural, it's a natural fit. Sometimes they'll reach out to you. If you apply at that point, you can point to other work that you've done that they can see. Number one thing in media, if you pitch anything, they're going to ask you, can you show me other work that you've done? Um, that's your resume for can you write, can you speak? Yeah, it's so funny you, you have said that because I've heard um, multiple people say that once you have something published on a notable site, that's not where the work ends. That's not that's not where your people are going to find you. It's, it's using that for, as leverage, basically, to go to another media outlet or another yep. opportunity saying, I was just featured here. Here's some more information or how I could, yep. I could offer your audience um, some value. So I think that's a great point. Now, but yep. uh, going back, because we're talking about selling authentically, if you're just showing up live or you've fast-forwarded or whatever it is on the video. And so, Lauren, you, I mean, we're talking a, a lot of, like, a roundabout type of, um, of uh, what's it called, like, tactics or whatever to sell or promote mm-hmm. yourself. And so another one that you're obviously an expert in is par- partnering, right, to grow your, to grow mm-hmm. your reach. Now, with mm-hmm. advertising changing so quickly, you know, with commercials going away, Facebook ads are constantly changing our platforms that are important are always evolving. Uh, how do you, how can we really utilize um, partnering? What are some of the best practices as far as approaching someone for a partnership? Who should we look for when it comes to partnership? So partnerships, the first thing you want to identify is why you want to partner. Um, that will indicate like who you should talk to, what you're pitching them, and how you should even reach out to them. So the reasons that you're going to pitch somebody are because you want to increase your reach, you want to make more money, you want to establish a relationship, um, and you want credibility. So it's one of those four. If you go for reach, like something like if I'm doing guest posts for Forbes, am I going to make money off that? Are they paying me to do that? No. But it's giving me two of the partnership factors. It's giving me credibility and it's giving me reach. So when you partner, especially as a startup, you need to ask yourself, what is the one Thing that moves the needle forward. Do I need more money? Do I need more press? Do I need more clients? Like, what is the one thing that I need? When you identify that, then that's how you go and identify partners. So, if I say to someone that I need to, I know I need to increase my reach. So, like, for me personally, the next year is about literally teaching and doing as many of these and helping as many people as possible. Like, yes to all of it. So, what does that mean for partnerships for me? That means that I need to identify people who, one, um, are going to find value in the things that I can talk about. Um, two, have audiences that are going to also like it. Um, and three, but they even do partnerships. Like, I wouldn't try to partner with someone who has absolutely no history of doing anything that it is that I want to do. So, like something like what we're doing right here, you continually interview people. So this is an easy sell. Like, I don't need to sell you on interviewing me. I need to sell you on why I can deliver value to these incredible women. So identifying first, what is it that you want to partner for? Two, 
um, can that finding the partner and you find the partner by um, identifying do they currently do what you're looking to do so like if you want to do a guest post for example do they do guest posts you want to look on their website or other people writing for them then the third piece is finding the decision maker and asking yourself do I have the credibility to go and pitch this this is a tricky question because a lot of people the scariest thing about like being an artist or promoting yourself is putting yourself out there and the thought of someone not liking what you have to say. Some there are going to be people that don't like it. So when I say credibility, I'm talking about can you point to something or someone that's in the works that shows that you are worth paying attention to. So if you want to go pitch Forbes, you find the editor and first you get an introduction if you can. Then if you get the introduction, they need to know they need to know three things. Who are you? What do you want to talk about? And is it what we talk about? And are you going to make us look good? They, they gauge if you're going to make them look good by if you've written for other places. So if, even if you haven't written yet, mention I'm currently in talks with Yahoo, so-and-so. Mention competitors in the space, and that immediately puts you at their eye level, so to speak. So you're no longer seen as this person with no experience. You're seen as someone that's actively in the midst of pitching people. Um, so is that clear enough about how you would go about? Because I could go about this on for this for days. It's just that's like kind of the quick no, version of how you go about doing that. That's perfect explanation. Now, as far as um, partnerships goes, you've recently partnered with someone else on this on this uh, project that you have. It's smlaunch.com. Mm-hmm. And it, her name's Sophie. Now, she has a background yep. in real estate, right? So mm-hmm. as far as partnerships goes, how do how did you guys complement each other? How did this partnership come about? And and what are you guys actually doing with SM Launch? Mm-hmm. So the product is actually called SM Sales S&M, Marketing and Self right, yes. Yep. Um, sales Marketing and Self Promotion for Creative Entrepreneurs. And the way that this partnership came about, um, so this the, the piece that I forgot that you also partner with someone for is for content. So. The way that Sophie and I took a business program together and we naturally hit it off. And Sophie is is just outstandingly brilliant when it comes to sales. Like when I tell you, like people think I'm great at sales, she's even better. Like she does over a million dollars worth of sales in real estate a year and she's in the top 1% of all of Toronto, of all of Canada. And even I think the North America, including the States. So. In terms of value and bringing her messages, she knew things that I didn't know, and I had an audience. So I have reach, I know marketing, I know all of these things. So the partnership is for me, I get to bring awesome content on top of my own to people that I ultimately want to help and sell to, and she gets the benefit of having reach that otherwise she wouldn't have, because she doesn't really have a digital presence, she doesn't know a ton about the online marketing stuff, but she's a genius at sales. Um, and so S&M is about taking the crappiness and the horrible feelings and the drudgery and the, I need to work 14 hour days mentality. Sorry, that's my dog. Luna, <laughs> okay. stop. And this horrible mentality, it's a focus on generosity, on self-care. It's totally untraditional. Um, we did a beta test with 12 people. They absolutely loved it. And it's learning to do what we do. Like you wanna work with folks like Seth Godin, you want to sell seven figures and beyond. Like we can't promise you're gonna make seven figures, probably not, not in the year you're working with us. But will you make more money? Will you be happier? Will you learn how to approach business with a smile instead of like, oh, I have to go sell to this person? Yeah, 
and you'll find other people who will support you in that as well. So this has been a long time in the making and that's how our partnership works. So I'm kind of like the CEO and she helps with content and she helps. I'm kind of like the director and she's the producer. She's out doing a lot of stuff and I'm making sure everything's in order and setting it up and then watching the dominoes fall. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And I'm excited to see what you guys actually do. Because right now they have a, a few free videos out on smlaunch.com that you guys can check out. Um, she has one mm-hmm. on meditation, which I thought was interesting and kind of funny. Um, so go, <laughs> <laughs> go and check that one out. But before I let you go, Lauren, first of all, thank you so much for being on the show. I wanted to do Feature 5. Mm-hmm. It's a new segment that we have here on YFE Chat Live. It's something we used to do on youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com when it was really focused on writing. We would feature a lot of young female entrepreneurs, and that's how a lot of people found when you search for young female entrepreneurs, our features would come up. So mm-hmm. with feature five, I'm going to ask five short questions, and they're a little bit more, um, they're short responses and a little bit more casual. So what does mm-hmm. what does your work environment look like? If I could turn this computer around, you'd see. Um, <laughs> my work environment, we have, uh, it's, I work from my house, and I work from any place I travel from. So I have a beautiful, like a spacious studio in the back of our five-bedroom apartment. Um, that has huge windows and I have a section to read and a section to work. Um, it's bright, it's white, it's, it's very clean and open. Um, and that's sort of where I work from. And I try to actually spend very little time on the computer just because it makes me miserable and I feel crazy at the end of it. So um, that's what it looks like. And I have a lot of fresh flowers and I like to walk a lot and I'm always sort of moving. So it's a moving office, but when I'm home, it's our studio that's in the back that I'm quickly wanting to turn into a video space, my own little like video studio. So I think everyone, we'll everyone needs to have a video studio in their, in their home office or in their office space. Yeah. It's, it's essential. How many of these yeah. are you going to be doing for SM, S&M? I mean, I'm sure you're going to be doing a lot of interviews like this. This is so important. So um, yeah. <laughs> question two. So who <laughs> are you, who are your female role models or mentors? Um, I would say them? that, You know, this has been a tough question because uh, I was asked that in a different interview and I was like, I don't know that I've had, I had to like really think about it. Um, I'd say right now, one of them would be Sophie, my, you know, partner for S&M Launch. Um, She is incredible at doing what she does and being so happy in her work. And that's been a huge inspiration for me, really learning to take care of yourself and make a lot of money. Um, And then I would say my mom, um, who showed me, yeah, who showed me what it is to sort of, to, she, I mean, she's a caseworker and a social worker and she works with kids that are abused. And so I look at what she does and how she's been so selfless her whole life and just really admire that. And then I'd say my spiritual advisor, who she is just so incredible. Her name is Melissa. She's incredible. She's just a rock of truth and a mirror for like, if I even stray just a little bit, she keeps me 200% authentic. Um, so those are I would I three and you can blend them together and you get the perfect one. So, so what do you do outside of business? I do a lot of things. I travel a lot. Last year I was gone. I think about half the year. I travel to Rome a lot. I just love international traveling. Um, I'm super physically active. So like I'd say two hours out of the day or so. I'm running, yoga, dancing, walking the dog, running with her. Um, and spending time with friends and family. So 
yeah, like food, family, friend time, and travel are like my things. It's funny you said that. Outside of doing this. I looked at your Instagram account before we connected, and that's exactly what you, I mean, you definitely live what you value and what you you like to do, so that's good. So then uh, the next question, of course, is what advice would you give another young female entrepreneur who's just getting started? I love this question. My advice to you would be, this is like literally my favorite question, advice to for, to you would be just to go and effing do it. Like as scary as it might be, as crazy as it might feel, as much as people may tell you that you're dumb, like, like look at yourself beyond titles, beyond, oh, I'm a woman, I'm this, like, yes, it's amazing. Like you are just the shit no matter what. And life is too short to sit on your rear and wonder what if, Maybe you have kids, maybe you have debt, maybe you have a crappy boyfriend. I don't know what the thing, I don't know what the, you know, the situation is, but you can do it. And everyone that started was in the exact same place with the exact same fears and similar limitations and you can make it happen. So go pitch, be fierce and just go do it. Like look at my earlier stuff. I posted it on my blog the other day. The editing was bad and it's still up. And I leave that up to remind myself of like, there's no shame in where you come from. No one came out of the womb perfect, not even Jesus. So he was born in a barn. So you can go rock it out. (laughs) I like that. So the last question is a simple one. What's your drink of choice? Water. Water is my drink of choice. Water with lime and maybe, I don't know, that or green juice. I drink a ton of water. I I drank caffeine tonight, but I, re- I don't ever really drink it. And maybe occasionally some wine, but H2O, baby, <laughs> all the way. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you for doing the Feature 5 with us, Lauren. And thank you so much thank for giving you. us your advice around selling, selling authentically. And like I said, I'm really excited for what you're doing with S&M. And I'm, I've already signed up, so I'll, I'll see what, what happens. Thank you. So, you Lauren, are awesome. where can everyone find you online? Um, you can go to my blog, laurenbelaceros.com, um, and you can also go to smlaunch.com, which you'll get free videos, you get a lot of information about entrepreneurship, what it means to be authentic, and just a lot of inspiring stuff about people going through the same stuff you're going through and how we're overcoming it together. So join the community and stop on over. I'd love to meet you guys. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show tonight, Lauren. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you girls soon. All right, so we've just been watching Lauren Ballesteros of SNM, and she's going to be, hopefully, um, hopefully all of you guys sign up for it. It's at smlaunch.com. She's going to be sending out more very soon, I'm sure, so uh, stay tuned for that. You've been watching YFE Chat Live, the live show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, here on yfelive.com. I'm your host, Jennifer Dono. Next Thursday's guest is all about wine, satisfying a craving that many of you have, (laughs) a a pastime for a lot of YFEs, and we're actually featuring the founder of Trophy Wife Wines, and it's going to be a fantastic show. It's at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Fun little fact, that's actually my mom's (laughs) 50th birthday. So happy birthday. No, that is no, that is absolutely not my mom. (laughs) No, she does not look like 50 at all. Uh, So, um... Yeah, so it's going to be a really fun show that night. Hopefully you guys will check it out. You can find this episode and many others on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash YFEntrepreneur. Make sure that you sign up for our mailing list at yfe.me forward slash mailed it so that you can uh, follow up with YFE and see where this video is posted afterwards. So thank you all so much for watching. Thank you to at the Stacey Harris. Make sure you all follow her for being my co-host tonight. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back here next Thursday. 
like I said, at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Thanks so much.